passing live this life, but son, we don't see shade. She caught my eye, man, make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. Welcome back, everybody, to a special episode of Inside the Dome. I am John Dodaro, joined with Carlin Jacob today. It's a great day in the city of Pittsburgh. It is a fantastic day because the Pittsburgh Steelers have officially made it into the playoffs. It's a great day to be alive i don't want to get copyrighted yeah no (laughs) shockingly honestly uh we shouldn't be here i or if we would have been here we should have beat arizona and new england but john before we get into this how was the drive back you're back down in west virginia good old wvu Uh, yes it was a it was a beautiful drive good old hour some minutes and it was kind of snowing on me kind of raining too but great drive happy to be back in the state of west virginia i gotta love it but when i came back from to the state of west virginia i got to watch a beautiful football game so i think before we talk about the steelers we gotta give thanks to the team that allowed the steelers to be in the playoffs and that would be the jacksonville Jaguars and and the Tennessee Titans. It was more the and and the Titans, more the Titans. But Jacksonville, Jacksonville's funny because I want you to say the story. The story will happen with Jacksonville when they played us at the end of that Jacksonville Steelers game. Let's start with that real quick. So yeah, if you've been listening to the podcast since last year, uh, you know John and John drove up one week to go see a Steeler game with me. We saw the Jacksonville game. Steelers, Jags, raining, cold, miserable. We lost. But what we didn't know is on the broadcast, they showed Jacksonville Jaguar players take the terrible town, basically disrespect it. That's a big no-no in Pittsburgh. That's a huge no-no. Granted, when you hear that, you're going to be like, oh, like, yeah, like you're making the fans mad. It's a curse. <laughs> it is a curse. If you do something bad to trash the terrible town, not say even say if it's bad or something, but like if you like get one in your hand and you stomp on it or something, bad things don't bad things come your way. Jacksonville stomped on a terrible towel and disrespect of it. And they lost. They're out of the playoffs. I forget what the official record was after that. I think it was I know. It was like one and six. Yeah. They went like one and six, one and eight. So I'll tell you what happened. I have their schedule up after that Steelers victory that they had. So they got obliterated by the 49ers the following week. They would beat the Titans. Then they beat the Texans. So all was still going well at the time. But here's where the downfall began after that. They lost to the Bengals, lost to the Browns, got destroyed by the Ravens, lost to the Buccaneers, beat the Panthers, which means nothing, and then they're lost to the Titans. So they were cursed from that point on. The Jaguars, the Jaguars had the, a simple path to the playoffs. They were 8-3 and three at one point. The division was theirs to lose. And the fact that they lost the division to Houston 
and got eliminated from the playoffs is absolutely embarrassing. And I've been saying on the podcast for weeks, and I've been telling people too, Jacksonville is overrated. They are very overrated. Trevor Lawrence, we're going to talk about him another day, but he was supposed to have his year three jump. He was supposed to have it like a lot of quarterbacks do. They got him Calvin Ridley, and he did not have that jump at all. And the ending to this game was pathetic. The last two, did you see the last two, the last two throws that Trevor Lawrence had? Yeah, in that game, it was bad. It was really bad. I get he's hurt, and I guess he was their best option. But if he's making horrible throws like that, he shouldn't be playing. But then again, I say that he had a beautiful deep bomb to Calvin Ridley twice. One Calvin Ridley caught and scored a touchdown. The other Calvin Ridley just was a little bit slow, or Trevor Lawrence overthrew it, and they lost. Those were bad throws. They were really, really bad throws. Um, they weren't even catchable. People, I know people are going to say, uh, what's it called, though? I know they're going to say, um, like, oh, Trevor Lawrence, like, when he did the die for the end zone and should have got in, and then they rolled him short, and then he did a second. That's forward progress. You can't stop. Also, Trevor Lawrence threw two picks this game. One wasn't yeah. his fault. One was Calvin Bradley's fault. The other... Was his fault. That was a horrible ball straight to the defender. Yeah, it was bad. It really was bad. not a good game from Trevor Lawrence. And now I think the Jaguars going forward, you're going to, I don't think they're going to be that comfortable with him in next season. Normally, after year three, some of these quarterbacks have gone big extensions like Joe Burrow, like others. But and Herbert as well. I don't think Lawrence is going to get that big extension after this season. He's going to need another year to prove himself, and he's easily capable of doing it. But shout out to the team that defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans, essentially, they had nothing on the line at this point, but they made three fan bases happy. Obviously, the Steelers. They made the Bills fan base happy because that guaranteed them a playoff spot. And they made the Texans fan base happy because that gave the Houston Texans the division. And they are, I believe, playing the Browns first round in the playoffs. Now, when we are recording this, the Bills-Dolphins game has not happened yet. So we don't know who the Steelers would be playing. It's either the Bills at home or the Chiefs at home. But everybody listening, you probably already know who the Steelers would be playing. But shout out to the Titans, Ryan Tannehill was the starter, had two picks, one interception. Derrick Henry, I think I said it last week, he always goes off the second time he plays Jacksonville in a season. He went off with 153 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins had a nice game himself to finish off his season. Great win for the Titans to finish out their season and end Jacksonville's at the same time. But these Steelers, these Steelers, Mike Tomlin always finds a way. To get it done. He always finds a way. With the worst teams possible that he has, he finds a way. And this time, he found a way with Mason Rudolph. And Mason Rudolph is 3-0 and this season as a starter. Most recently, beating the Baltimore Ravens. And Carlin, you have a shocked face. Because, right what happened. so sorry, uh, we're recording this as the 4 o'clock game slates. Uh, turn around real quick. Arizona literally just had the call to timeout to kick a game-winning field goal. And their field goal or uh, kicker, sorry, shanked it to the right. You shanked it? Wow. Yeah. 
and they lost. Wow. Seattle has nine and eight record. But anyways, you were to Seattle. You missed the playoffs, but congrats to them. Uh but yeah, most recently though, Mason Rudolph three and oh just beat the Ravens seventeen to ten. Obviously the Ravens did not start a lot of their starters. Lamar Jackson did not play. OBJ did not play. Zay Flowers, Marlon Humphrey, Kyle Hamilton did not play in this game. They still had a couple guys. Isaiah likely had a touchdown. Justice Hill played. Gus Edwards played too. But I'll ask you first, with the offense for the Steelers, after these past three weeks, how confident are you with the offense for the Steelers? I have no idea. (laughs) Truthfully, I have no idea. If Rudolph came out and threw a bunch of passes and a bunch of completions against the Ravens, I would be, like, pretty confident. But he didn't. Weather permitting. Weather was, was a big yeah. factor. Rain game. And, it, and once you get the running game, you can't stop the running game. Once you get it going, you can't stop it. It depends who we play. Like, right now, we don't know. It's either, what, we said Buffalo. No, so it's either Buffalo. Yeah, yeah Buffalo or the Chiefs. There's no either or. Unless if they tie, then we play the Dolphins. But let's be honest. There has been a tie all season. This game's going to end in a tie. But, no, in all seriousness, um, obviously it won't end in a tie. So we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'd rather play the Chiefs. They just haven't done much this season. And I think – here's my thing. If we lose to the Chiefs, yes, I'm not going to be heartbroken. But also, I'd rather us – beat the Chiefs and Buffalo wins against I think it would be Miami I'm pretty sure yeah Miami yeah no sorry Miami and Buffalo would replay again the following week and then I want Buffalo to win because I think Buffalo is the best shot to take down the Ravens I don't think the Chiefs are going to do it but I think the Bills are the best shot to take them down so with our offense though it's going to see I mean, if we play the Chiefs, the Chiefs have a great defense this year. This is why they're winning games. Our defense is very hurt. TJ Watt's going to be a huge issue. Huge issue. I don't even know if Minka's going to play. At this rate, like, yeah, it feels so great to be in the playoffs. It really does. But, like, we're so hurt. We're so hurt that it's an issue. Yeah. I think for me, obviously, I would rather play the Chiefs because the Chiefs offense – has been struggling a lot lately. And I know Mahomes is great, but Kelsey hasn't been the same. And their only other good weapon is Rasheed Rice. But I like how we're saying the Chiefs. Meanwhile, most likely we're going to be playing the Bills. So everybody listening is probably laughing at us. But both the Bills and the Chiefs have great defenses. Both teams do. And I am somewhat confident with the Steelers offense, the past three weeks, you even look at the past two weeks in better weather conditions, they put up 34 points against a good Bengals defense and 30 points against the Seahawks defense. So Mason Rudolph's getting it done. And I think he's going to be on a short leash this week. He should start against whoever we play. I think, though, if he starts to mess up, Kenny Pickett will be thrown in right away. So I don't think Rudolph has the starting job completely on lock, but he should be the starter. But they've been getting it done. Najee Harris has been great the past two weeks. He had a fantastic game against Baltimore, and I think he could keep rolling. I do have confidence in the Steelers' offense. I do. I think, especially against the Bills or the Chiefs, I think they could put up at least 20 points. And then it comes down to the defense, which you brought up the concern 
with TJ Watt, who most likely will not play next week. Minka, on the other hand, should play. I then, think. But it could be a shootout. Our best could shot be. is for a game to be a shootout. And here's the other thing. Yes, we're most likely playing Buffalo. And if you're listening to this, disregard this for like five seconds. The reason why I'm saying the Chiefs is because of how bad their wide receiver room is. That Marquez and Kadarius Tony and all of them, like if they have a wide open pass, I would be more confident that they would drop the ball <laughs> than actually reel it in. Um, like I said, ignore that if we're not playing them. That's why I'd rather play them. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, stay tuned for TikTok because I just made a TikTok about it. And we'll be able to know at the end of the night who we are playing tomorrow, uh, next week. Sorry. Yeah. And with the defense, too, I know Watt's out, but I have confidence, actually, with our backups for TJ Watt. Now, this was last season. I think it was last season where Watt was out for the first half of the season. We had no depth behind Alex Highsmith. We had nobody, so our pass rush went to crap. But now we have Marcus Golden, who I think has been a great addition. He had a nice, he had a very nice game against Baltimore. I'm trying to pull up how he did. He had, yeah, where was he? There he was. He had three total tackles, had a sack, had two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits, Marcus Golden. And then after Marcus Golden, we also have Nick Herbig, the rookie, who I've really liked and had that strip sack against the Seahawks. So... I do have more faith in our edge rushers without TJ Watt compared to a year ago. So I don't think it's going to be the biggest concern without having TJ Watt. Minka should be back. And also, DeMonte Casey, who was suspended for the rest of the season, is allowed to come back for the playoffs. That is another big addition right there. Because they originally had him suspended for the rest of the season, no matter what. But then they slightly appealed it to the point where he could play in the playoffs if the Steelers made it. So the Steelers should have both of their starting safeties back, which should help because they are very depleted. But I think the defense could hold on. I think the Steelers team too. With how inconsistent the AFC has been, aside from Baltimore, and I know the Steelers beat Baltimore recently, but they were resting players. But aside from Baltimore, all of the teams have been streaky in their own ways. They have been very streaky. The Bills, yes, they've been winning a lot, but they barely beat the Patriots, barely beat the Chargers, who are two not very great teams. The Chiefs have their struggles. The Browns, you don't know when Joe Flacco will be non-elite anymore, and they've had their share of injuries. The Texans, I would be scared if the Steelers played the Texans because they destroyed us, but their defense has shown inefficiency, especially against the Browns. A lot of these AFC teams are very streaky. The Steelers went 5-1 and one in the AFC North. They can compete. They can easily compete. Yeah, they can. I do want to remind everyone, though, that y'all said this was the hardest division between the NFC and the AFC to make a playoff spot, and there's no way the Steelers are going to make it. Or in. But also, I agree with you, John. I think it's easier for us to beat teams this year than it would have been like last year with like Mahomes. Obviously they didn't do too bad. The Ravens scare me the most, but we beat the Ravens twice, but we got really lucky on them. We got very lucky playing against them. So I don't know. I really don't know how this is going to go. 
And Rudolph starting scares me just because it's postseason. But then again, this is Mason Rudolph. He knows the team the well, the best. We're still running off Matt Canada's playbook. Don't forget that. This isn't like a brand new playbook. No, this is still Matt Canada's. And if Rudolph started two weeks ago, like not two weeks ago, sorry, against the Cardinals and against the Patriots, we would have been 12-5 and five, at yeah. least. Which would be crazy. But, yeah, we're here. Who cares? And it's broken. I'm very interested. I'm very, very interested. I hope we're not this Sunday night game. I want to be like a <laughs> 1 o'clock game. And then, like, if we're getting crushed, I can just turn it off and go about my day. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to put the Steelers in a primetime slot, like, at night. Last no, time even. Did. Yeah, well, we did have Ben Roethlisberger in his final game, too. So yeah, there was that. There was a retirement game. I can't believe that was his retirement game, getting obliterated by the Chiefs. But I, I think they could. I bet they could do Stafford versus Goff. I think that's going to be the matchup. I think they could do that in a primetime slot, potentially, and that should be a big shootout type of game. Uh, if they do Bills Dolphins again, if that's the matchup, I could see that happen potentially as well. But I would say too, looking back at the Steelers schedule, that Patriots loss I think hurt the most, especially if they missed the playoffs. If Mason Rudolph started back then, they should have won. But I do want to ask you this: with the quarterback situation, do we keep Mason Rudolph next year oh. as the backup? I think me. My do we even keep? Do we even keep Kenny? Like, what do me, we do? Me and my buddy were talking about this at Buffalo Wild Wings watching this game yesterday. Shout out to you, Nick. We've been on the podcast. Uh, we got plans for summer. But anyways, um, it all depends how Rudolph does this game. If Rudolph balls out against Kansas City or Buffalo. <laughs> could you hear that or no? Very faintly. <laughs> okay, anyways, if Rudolph balls out between Kansas City or Buffalo, then of course you got to resign him. No, you have to. He'd be a great backup or a good starter. He might go somewhere and get money. What scares me is that this isn't Kenny who's playing. This is Rudolph who's playing. Someone that we would have to resign next year. We wouldn't have to resign Kenny. And if he goes somewhere else cuz he's a free agent, then we have to go get a quarterback unless we want to keep Kenny and stick with Kenny. I think it all depends on how this game goes. So right now, I can't really give you an answer what I think we're going to do. It all depends on this game. So next week, I'll give you my answer, regardless of what happens, if we win or we don't win. That's fair. That's fair. I would say Rudolph's been a much better backup, and if we're still rolling with Kenny... Next season as our starter, I would much rather have Mason Rudolph as the backup over Mitch Trubisky. I think we cut Trubisky at this point, even though there might be a slight dead cap hit for dumping his contract. I would honestly just take it at this point. He's not going to be our backup. He proved that he can't be our backup at this point. I'd like to see Rudolph be the backup, assuming we stay course with Kenny Pickett next season or we go big in the draft. Who knows? We'll be talking about the draft very soon as some of those positions have been finalized. But I want to keep this episode short, so we're going to end it very soon. But I want to give a couple quick shout-outs just to some Steelers. 
players and coaches. Shout out to Mike Tomlin for having another winning season, having a ten and seven record. I predicted nine and eight for weeks. I think I predicted thirteen and missing and the playoffs. Yeah, and I did say they were going to miss the playoffs, but I predicted them being thirteen and four at the start of the season. That did not go well. Then I said nine and eight, and they would miss the playoffs. Tomlin, you proved me wrong. You proved me wrong, and congratulations. I thought this team would go nine. I thought they'd lose to the Seahawks, but they ended up winning that. So that was a surprising move by Mike Tomlin. But congrats to him. He is proving that he is still one of the most consistent coaches in the league. It's very hard to be this successful this consistently, but he he gets it done. He gets it done. Now, would I still want him fired? Maybe if he can't win a playoff game, but he is still one of the more consistent coaches in the league. So shout out to Mike Tomlin. Also shout out to TJ Y. I believe he has officially led the league in sacks. I think he had 19. I don't know if anybody caught him. I don't think so. During... I think Garrett was benched. I don't know about Micah. Yeah. It was the only other person that was close to him was Trey Hendrickson, who I think tied him going into this week. But Watt had two sacks. Hendrickson had only one sack. So it, would be it looks like. So TJ Watt led the league in sacks, most likely, barring anything crazy. So congrats to TJ Watt, and I hope he feels better too. I'd love to see him in the playoffs at some points. And shout out to Mason Rudolph for saving our season because if Mitch Trubisky started one more game, we would have been out of the playoffs. So thank you, Mason Rudolph. And also thank you to Mike Tomlin as well for firing Matt Canada because that also saved our season. We were not going to make the playoffs as well. But any final thoughts from you, Carlin, regarding the Steelers team going into next week? Thank you, Tennessee. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, yes. I think you cleared everything. Uh, thank you, George Pickens, for being a dog. Thank you for Deontay Johnson for scoring a touchdown. Thank you to, thank you to Najee Harris and Jalen Warren for being probably one of the greatest power duo backs this season. They were the best. Backs. They were the best this season. Um, The two, two running backs, obviously, CMC. But, like, you get my point. Uh, what a year it's been. I'm surprised we're here. I can't wait to talk about it. And it's going to either be very fun next week when we fully talk about it, or it's going to be very... Okay, let's be this way. If we lose, are you going to be very upset? Not really, but because it is the standard to lose in the first round. But I wouldn't be mad, but I would be very happy if they won. I think the season would be a huge success if they won a playoff game against the Bills or Chiefs. I agree. I or if they keep it very close. I think yeah. it's a very big win. Obviously not if like you do a stupid play towards the end, then like but like if you compete with like Buffalo, who most likely it is, um, then I think it's a win. So we'll Yeah. See. Buffalo or Kansas City, we will see. But we can talk more about that matchup, and we'll probably predict that matchup in tomorrow's episode because we are doing a little flip-flop with the schedule. We are not going to do Under the Lights tomorrow because we want to be able to talk about the college football championship during Under the Lights. So we're going to postpone that later in the week. So we'll do Under the Lights. Probably it'll drop on Thursday. Yes. And 
our NFL weekly episode should drop tomorrow on Tuesday. We will recap some of the top games in week 18, especially the key playoff games. We'll talk about the playoff situation, who's facing who, and we will predict the first round of playoffs. But you got one more thing you wanted to add? YouTube will be this Friday. It'll be this Friday. It will be every Wednesday, uh, unless if we mention it or not. Uh, that way we can obviously edit and stuff. And also, audio becomes first. So make sure you subscribe to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you always want to see our beautiful faces every Wednesday, but in this case, Friday, because I'm going to a basketball game and I don't know, John's busy. So <laughs> I'm going to a basketball game too. Really? For Who's my Mountaineers. That's a good question. Let me check right now. Uh, they play uh, Duke. So I'll be seeing Pitt and Duke. Oh, we play Kansas State. That, that sounds like a loss right there. <laughs> do you remember that game last year? We saw it together. I do. It was against Kansas State, and they beat us, I think. No. So, oh, we wait. Won. We won? Really? They won. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm saying we because I belong there, apparently. Yeah, no, you won because it was on my birthday. You won like 81 to 60 or something. It was close, and then like you pulled ahead. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, this ain't the same team. This is not even close no. to the same team no, at this no, no, point. No. But yeah, NFL episode will drop on Tuesday, and then Under the Lights will drop on Thursday. The YouTube version of it should drop on Friday. If we do that other episode I was thinking about, that would drop on Friday, but we already got three this week, so I'm not sure about that. So that's up in the air, but that should be the slate this week, and we might have some more news at the end of the week to Sherry on some future projects that we have coming up we got a potential big announcement dropping at the end of the week so stay tuned as we give updates on that but make sure as always to follow us on our social media platforms instagram twitter facebook youtube and tiktok carlin has posted i believe two to three tiktoks in the past day or so so definitely i've check out those tiktoks one of my goals for 2024 is to post a tiktok every day there you go I like it. So. We got great content on TikTok, so definitely check that out if you want to hear some of our opinions on certain games, primarily Carlin's opinions on certain games. Definitely check those out. But make sure to follow that. You can find all those links in all of our podcast platforms in our link in bio. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But the Pittsburgh Steelers have made it to the playoffs. I can't believe... I am saying that, but I am very happy we get to cover the Steelers for at least one more week. I am very excited. Stay tuned for tomorrow to talk where we predict the Steelers versus whoever they play, so stay tuned for that. With Carlin Jacob, I am John Dodera. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.